Happy Halloween, everybody. I uh, know you're expecting part three of the Halloween franchise, but we got a little something special for you this week. We had discussed interviewing guests at Josh's annual Halloween party to talk to him about horror films and, and just kind of get other people's thoughts on different movies and genres and whatnot. And we were thinking it would just be a few minutes of stuff to stick at the beginning of an episode, but we ended up getting an episode's worth of content out of it. What you're going to hear is a lot of drunk people <laughs> getting interviewed on the fly and it, it's live. I EQ'd it slightly and I cut out pauses and stuff where we took breaks and grabbed gas and where people randomly busted in the room. But it is live interviews with people that just signed up on a sign-up sheet at his party. And we get crazy answers all over the place. So I, I really hope you guys enjoy it. It was a little something different and fun for us to do. We're not going to make you wait two weeks to get Halloween franchise part three. I'm actually going to wrap up editing that. You're just going to get it next week on a Friday. So you'll get two in a row this time. So that'll be kind of nice. Let us know what you think of uh, us doing a little something different. Thanks. I'm Jesse. And I'm Josh. And this is Slice by Slice, a podcast where we dissect and discuss horror films by categories and subgenres. And today we're not going through categories and subgenres of movies. Today we're doing an impromptu live-ish recording from my annual Halloween party. And people have been drinking for hours and this should be a blast. I am one of them. But regardless, um, we thought it would be fun to do a recording of the podcast as kind of like a little bonus thing during the annual party. My wife and I got married on Halloween, like we've talked about on the podcast before. So every year we have a party and that's why I'm having so much trouble enunciating right now. You haven't had to do a podcast episode with me yet where I have makeup all over my face because it's very interesting to look at you right now. As you're painted up as Captain Spaulding. I am, and it really sucks, and I'll use this as an opportunity to say we just fucking lost Sid Haig. We um, did. And, you know, some people just know him as the, oh, yeah, he was in a couple of Rob Zombie films. Like, this motherfucker acted since, like, forever. Yes. Um, And did a lot of shit, good and bad, and uh, a good character actor. And my favorite thing of his would be when he was on Adam Green's Scary Sleepover. <laughs> um, It really humanized him, and when he got to the point where he asked him, he's like, well, what scares you? And he's, like, talking about real-world shit and just the state of things. And, like, it really humanized him. I really liked any interview I heard with him, or it wasn't even really an interview, but I've heard him on the movie crypt before, and he just seems like a down-to-earth guy. Yeah, totally straight-up normal dude, but that's who I am, and of course, everybody knows Jesse came as Michael fucking Myers, because that's what he does. I did not come as a small child. I came as the shape. <laughs> All right. I will go with that correction there. So um, we're going to bring a few people in from the party and uh, kind of give them a few questions, you know, find out what they uh, what they think about the horror genre and how they got into it. And, you know, favorite movie kind of shit like that. We just thought it'd be fun. All right. So we are here with Craig. Oh, that's your name. You were yeah. a wild turkey guy to me for the whole night. <laughs> so I, just, I just met this guy tonight at Josh's party and he's got a flask of wild turkey and he's been sharing it with everybody. So he's a good guy from what I can see. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and tell us uh, what roped you into this. How do you know us? Well, I work with Josh and uh, that's 
pretty much what wrote me into it. He uh, asked me <laughs> to do the podcast, and I told him I don't know what a podcast is, and I said, uh, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, th- there was literally an entire thing where I had to explain internet radio and podcasting. <laughs> it's a thing, believe it or not. <laughs> We're going to start this off easy. What was the first horror film you ever saw? The first horror film I ever saw? Yeah. To the best of your recollection. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, like I said earlier to Josh, uh, I guess I'd have to say one that I can remember would have to be, uh, well, I didn't tell him about this one, but I mean, everybody has to remember uh, Chucky, Child's Play. The original Child's Play? Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember all that and watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was a kid and all that, so. Ooh, it sounds like we got a slasher fan. Yeah, we do. So did Chucky freak you out, or did Leatherface oh, yeah. freak you out? Yeah, well, Chucky scared me, man. My brother, uh, he had a uh, a blonde hair Chucky doll, and I remember, <laughs> I remember one time, man, I was uh, playing hide and seek with some of my friends, and I went to hide in his closet, and I flicked on his black light he had in the closet, and that fucking doll was staring right at me. In the face, <laughs> man. I took off, man, like out the closet. And, Holy uh, shit, man! Yeah. He had a blonde Chucky doll. It's like the Halloween Four version. Of Chucky. <laughs> yes, there like, we go. The Kmart version. It was scary, man. It scared the shit out of me. I'll never forget that. I was like eight years old, man. But, that yeah. would be fucking traumatizing. <laughs> um, my father-in-law has a giant clown doll that's very reminiscent of the Poltergeist clown puppet, and he stashes it throughout the house when he visits, and I get to find it. Okay, hang on. Screw that. How have you not told me about this in 26 some odd fucking episodes? You've never brought this up. I'll show you the clown next time you're at my house. Man, I lives met, there. I've met this guy and he seemed a little quiet, but a little cool. I don't know if I like him anymore. It also has an old miss hat on. It's kind of funny. That is just fucking weird. <laughs> yes. I don't like clowns. So I don't know how I'd feel about that. I don't know. That's why he does it to me. <laughs> All right. So uh, this one may be easier or harder. What's your favorite horror film? No, I agree with you. It could be harder because it really could depend on what you consider horror. Me, in particular, I really do love The Devil's Rejects because it is a very good movie. It's uh, not particularly scary to me, but it is a horror flick. It's horrific. Yeah, I'll give you that. And uh, I just, I love that movie. It's a very good movie to me. I generally make fun of Rob Zombie movies because of Halloween. That's my favorite. But I, actually, I really like The Devil's Rejects. It's a fucking you, fantastic film. If you take away what he did to Halloween and just look at what he did on his own with House of a Thousand Corpses, A, and uh, Devil's Rejects, um, you can definitely see a guy screaming for the 70s and from right. the 70s. Um, more exploitation-ish. Um, but no, that's cool. So more like real world type scenario yeah i mean i like stuff to really scare me and and stuff like i like horror stuff i like haunted houses but i like i like to be scared you know if it's a flick that's not very scaring i'm gonna laugh at it the whole time i laugh watching texas chainsaw massacre and stuff like that you know? the original all of them <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you kind of gave me a lead in to our next question what's your favorite horror subgenre? I'd have to just say slasher type, you know, just chopping people up. Just I'm a slasher guy. I fucking going, I love that answer. Same just, over here. <laughs> blood and gore and stuff getting detached. I don't really know what it is about 
a slasher movie that that I just really enjoy. But it's just like I just can sit there, I can watch it, and they're just fun to watch. They don't scare me, they don't make me laugh. They're just I don't know. It's just something about this guy creeping around and and going after people, and somebody's gonna beat his ass in the end. But you just gotta participate until that happens. Yes, yeah, it's much more intriguing. You actually pretty much answered the next question, but I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask okay. and you can paraphrase here. So what what is it about horror films that you like? I like the the scare. I right. like I like the thrill. I like uh I like the twist too sometimes, you know. I like watching a movie where you have to watch it a few times sometimes to understand it. But uh I like the I like the gore and the uh, the scare of the movie. So minus the gore, I'd say you're probably like a Donnie Darko fan. You ever seen that? Oh I'm bad with names. <laughs> oh, it, it, you would remember it. If you like movies yeah. with twists and that you have to go back and watch five times, go rent it this weekend. I just, just gave you a good Donnie time. Dorka? Darko. Darko. Yep. Okay. So you're saying you like the you like the twist, you like the psychological. Yes. So, you, so you like the ones that have an, an extra layer to it that actually sucks you in, not just the blood and guts. Yeah, so at the end boobs. of the movie, you're like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, well, you already, you already brought up uh, Donnie Darko. Um, you need to see Donnie Darko, and you need to see John Dies at the End. John yeah. Dies at the End. Yeah, if you like those kind of movies, that's, that's the two I think of. And yeah. if you enjoy the film for John Dies at the End, read the book as well. Okay. It's a yeah, good book. It's got a lot of pages and words, which I'm very bad at, but if Josh that's your thing, a read. yeah, you can, you can go for it. Okay. All right, so I'm going to give you the last question here. What actually could scare you in a horror film? Like, what is something, like, if you see it in a movie that, like, fucks with you at night? Yeah, what gets your goat? Man, well, you know, being an adult, you know, I mean, I guess knowing what's real and what's not now. It's, Politicians. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> but no, uh... I'd have it's kind of hard now. I mean, I really haven't just watched anything that really scares me now. Like as a fan, like the jump scares and the twists and stuff yeah. really don't get to you. You not, kind of, not, you kind of know what's coming. I mean, I'm going to jump sometimes watching the movie maybe, but not very often. Like I got a buddy of mine, you know, he's sitting there watching the movie and every single time something happens, he's about to come up off the couch, you know. <laughs> But there's Man. nothing like behind the scenes like, dude, I can't do fingernail stuff or I can't do eyeball stuff. Nothing like that. Okay. Grossing you out counts. Yeah. I should rephrase that on the next guess. Not grossing me out. I don't like seeing like what you just said, the uh, gouging eyeballs out. Okay. Like, that's okay. Some, that's some... I can feel that shit. That hits a little I'm close watching. to home. Yeah, like <laughs> you sound I mean, like me. Like you, I like... work with you. You understand. <laughs> I get hit in the eye a lot, so like I understand the pain of fucking eye pain, man. So they work in gay porn. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. No, it ain't like that. Wait a second. I, I didn't know you knew about what we had on the side here, man. <laughs> Josh, I see the stains when you come to porn. Only with a black light, right? <laughs> so, so eyeball stuff. In all seriousness, that that gets to you. Yeah, the eyeball stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't like like that. But you sound like me. You like gore in your movies, but you don't want to see torture. Yeah, it's yeah. a step beyond, right? Yeah, like I can see someone's head getting chopped off, but like ripping someone's eyeballs out with like a spoon or something, you know, like <laughs> scooping that shit out, like <laughs> it'll hurt more, you twit. <laughs> We've crossed that line. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
All right, cool deal, man. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming in here and uh, giving us a little insight to how you see the horror genre. And thank you for being the first brave person to come in. I, I did think of something extra I'd like to add. Why not explain everybody's Halloween costume? Oh, fuck yeah, that was a good idea. So what are you wearing? Yeah, tell us about your costume, sir. All right. Uh, so I am a Dr. Greenweed Distribution Director. I see that. You look very professional. I am a very professional in the uh, greenery distribution. It says he works at State of Bliss Cannabis Dispensary. <gasps> I thought we were talking about like green rooms with the glass and shit. <laughs> I've referred to him as Captain Cannabis all night because why not? So Jay and Silent Bob would like really like you. Probably. You know, I've had the flask of wild turkey in the pocket and, you know, and other stuff. You never know. So I've heard that you, you've got a prescription pad. I have a, uh, a marijuana prescription pad. Yes. It looks like a marijuana leaf with a, you know, Patient's name, date, and uh, my doctor's signature. Yeah. So there we go. It's, it is sweeping the nation enough that this can warrant an actual off-the-shelf costume. Yes. Is there a sexy version of your costume? I'm not I sure. I like where you're going. <laughs> I thought I made it sexy, you know, with the alcohol and everything, but you know. It's the facial hair. I can't, I can't do the facial hair. <laughs> Uh, it's the coca-cola i'm drinking right now isn't it well it's responsible of you you have to drive it a little bit so you quit drinking good for you and you know you come you come to the middle of fucking nowhere for a party next thing you know fucking things are being shoved in your face normally it's cocks now it's microphones Uh, oh yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) no wait wait wait. that's my saturday night i'm sorry (laughs) and speaking of middle of nowhere josh lives in the kind of place where you get fucking murdered in a war film (laughs) I live in the kind of place where they refuse to set a cell phone tower. That tells a lot. No cell phone tower, and his internet is like, I don't know, it's probably stuck in the 90s. Two megs means I have good internet. Shit. <laughs> I can only get HughesNet where I live. You know what? Since you brought it up, my internet connection is so bad. I got one of those spam emails that's like, oh, we caught you jerking off, and we fucking like, <laughs> we logged in your computer and saw you. You have really good taste. Give us $1,000 in bitcoins, or we're going to share this with all your social media friends. It's called ransomware. That's exactly what it's called. But the first thing that I thought of was, uh, number one, I'm not on social media. Number two, you gave great detail of how you hacked my my the camera in my laptop. I used my phone to watch porn. Um, and to go on from that, I know I do not have enough upload speed for you to see me pulling my PUD. So I just went ahead and filed it away as junk mail. Moving on. <laughs> Deep thoughts with Josh. So we're here with uh, Gibby. And uh, that's what my wife calls him, but uh, Jeff, I know him as Gibbs. Oh, you've got another nickname? Oh, no, Gibby Haynes, you know, uh, Butthole Surfers, Gibby Haynes. People uh, call me Gibby all my whole life. Okay, okay, that makes a bit more sense. This one's kind of hard for people. We've been drinking all night. What's the first horror film you remember seeing? Remember seeing? The Exorcist. Really? Oh, that's a good yes, one. Texas. Wow. And uh, and to this day, I've made jokes about this on the podcast before. I still have not seen that fucking movie. Yeah, Josh <laughs> co-hosts a horror podcast. He's never seen the fucking Exorcist. But Linda Blair is a super freak. Rick James <laughs> wrote a song about Linda Blair and the super freak. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you sitting here telling me that that song is actually about Linda Blair? Yes. Is it really? Yes. That's a I'm rumor. I'm going to fact check this. This sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> I well. It might be an urban legend, but from what I know, Rick James dated Linda Blair and he wrote Super Freak about it. Really? Oh, this is amazing shit. So 
is that what it does for you? Like, if mm. you're dating a girl, she needs to be able to turn her head around and puke and keep going? Is Spider that, walk, that's key. Like, down the stairs and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. Down or ATM, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask you a question, though. So, uh, roughly, how old do you think you were when you saw The Exorcist? Eight or nine. Like, Ooh. my parents were terrible. Ooh, wow. There's a babysitter. And you immediately went to ATM? Oh, yeah, well, that's... <laughs> Your parents were yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, TV was babysitter. Latchkey kids. Latchkey we all kids. were. All right. So the first film you saw is The Exorcist, but what's your favorite horror film? Favorite horror film. Hands down. Killer Clown. I, that is awesome. I, I got to shake your hand. And uh, I will be um, seeing the Killer Clowns from Outer Space House at Halloween oh, Horror Nights. We know. We will Very have fun. that episode coming up later where we'll do, not a full episode on it, but there will be a review of the house. But uh, that's awesome. Fucking Dickies with the main theme. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Why Why is that your pick? That's interesting. Killer Clowns, man. It's basically, I go back to all the B horror movies. Okay. You know, I love the Nightmare series. Just Freddy Krueger calling a bitch. Crude comedy. And Killer Clowns goes there a little bit, but I'll go to Traumaville, Toxic Avenger, and all that. But Killer <laughs> Clowns was amazing. The cotton candy, ray guns, everything was everything a B movie should be, but still scared the shit out of you if you're a little kid with the creepy fucking clown that looked way worse than Pennywise will ever look, wrapping people in cotton candy, sucking their blood with the giant straws. That's <laughs> fucking it's, fantastic. It's, it's amazing. Yes. And there's never been anything that has ever matched it to this day. I want to try to blow your mind. Have you ever seen Ernest Scared Stupid? And I've rewatched it recently. Did you realize they used the clown mask and repainted yes. them as the trolls? Yes. And it's so creepy. Like, it's a lot creepier than when you were a kid. Yes. When you were a kid, you're just like, ha ha, Ernest being stupid, he made a fart joke. Now you're like, what? what, what? Oh, okay. So you, uh, schlock gets to you. Yeah. You, you like the, so like, fucking Evil Dead. Right oh, I love right it. Right <laughs> Anything okay. by Sam Raimi, even the Dark Man series was Ooh. all right. Was pretty good. Oh well. But uh, then he did Spider Man. But <laughs> <laughs> you'd be amazed how much I derail us in a comic book and Star Wars conversations on yeah. here. So you're right at home, okay? Yeah. So. I mean, but I mean, even when you come to music, David Brokaw and Gar just blew my mind when they came out. You know, and they're amazing musicians, and there's 30 other people doing the stage show, and people are getting eaten by worms and blood and puke, and it's just fucking <laughs> everywhere. I was listening to Guar on the way over here. So you really like the full visceral yeah. experience. Yeah, you gotta like Toxic Avenger, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, Critters. Oh, I love Critters. I'm yeah, huge Critters go. fan. Basket Case. You ever watch Basket like, Case? Yes. You're already way better than the first guy we well, had on here. Craig I just want to say that. That's <laughs> not nice. was fucking fantastic. <laughs> I work with both the guys. I feel I feel completely comfortable saying That's this. That's fine. Craig can't even remember. I'm like, you like that band? He's like, I don't know names of bands, man. I'm like, you're a musician. <laughs> and, but oh, he shit. Did. I'm seriously rethinking him drumming for me. <laughs> uh, I mean, he can do it, but... <laughs> All right. Let's go with question number three here before we, uh, okay. I'll instead see. of going over your excellent movie taste for an hour, what's your favorite subgenre of horror films? Like I said, I like the B ones. I like the corny. I don't know. I couldn't really break them into subgenres. I don't really go that far, but I like anything that's corny and bad, like Nightmare on the Street. When Freddy Krueger shoved her head into whoa, whoa, a TV. Whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. I would not put Nightmare on Elm Street as like you corny. Don't, you don't Josh think is triggered. You don't I'm think, just very triggered. You don't think Robert England shoving her head into a TV and said, welcome to prime that's, time, whoa, bitch. Whoa, that's Nightmare 3. But 3 through 5 are the best 3. Oh, the first one's the best one. I'm sorry. about to come across the corner of this table. It's like six inches. Dream Warriors, it's a lot for Josh. Dream Warriors to Dream Child. And I love the first one. 
Yeah. Craven okay. did an amazing job. Okay. New Nightmare was horrible. One, but. and we can talk about that later if you come back. Um, Nightmare, The original Nightmare and then Dream Warriors 3, that's the two best. Mm-hmm. And that's the only two, well, you can get into New Nightmare. But those are the only two that actually had Craven scripts that yeah. started them. Yeah, I know. But you, and is two, that really schlock? I mean, you just get the three, the welcome to primetime bitch, the, the attitude Freddie had. Robert's improved lines. Yeah. You could classify as like, I wouldn't do the whole movies. Though. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I agree. But Okay. Okay. I, I will, I will calm down. I am, <laughs> I'm putting my gun in my holster. Yeah, I'm just saying, okay. off the ledge. Elm Street, <laughs> Elm Street compared to Halloween and compared to any of the other famous, famous monster movies that from the seventies to the eighties, the slasher, the start of slasher and the monsters. Yeah. England had an attitude. England had a personality. Whereas Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers were just, I want to stare hug at you. you. Well, I so hug you so bad. The shape Michael Myers yeah. was, there were slasher movies before that, like Black yeah. Christmas, but he was the first like slasher slasher. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, people tried to copy it. Jason Voorhees didn't have much of a personality. I give props to Robert England for being like, I can do those guys and be funny. I think it was a cool twist to add on there. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I see where you're coming from is it's not just the, the scary, we don't understand character yeah. to add in that schlocky exactly. comedic. And then, you know, he came from V. So he was doing like sci-fi before he started doing horror. Well, he did horror first and, and then, then on into V. Yeah. So are you a fan of horror comedy films? Yes. Like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker, you ever seen it? Yes. Cabin in the Woods. I'm not a big Cabin in the Woods guy. Okay. I get the new horror genre, but I hate it. I hate possession movies besides The Exorcist. I hate ghost movies. Conjuring's all right, but other than that, I hate it. I just don't like where we're going. I, I, I miss monsters. We got a James Wan fan here. Yeah. I miss monsters. And okay. that's the only reason I got excited about it, and they ruined that for me. I mean, <sighs> the last really good monster movie to me was The Feast. Yes, or Feast. I, I can't remember. It. If it's got the Feast. Oh, you probably it. like it. It's whoa, whoa, whoa! You haven't seen Feast? Mm-mm. Oh, so, uh, you like Feast? It, it just, just real brief because we did this on an episode before. I was fixing to say that you can listen to our podcast. Yes. To find out about it. So uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck made a TV show called Project Greenlight, where they would help indie mm-hmm. filmmakers. I remember it. So season three, I think it was, was a horror movie, The Feast. It came out. Mm-hmm. It is all practical effects. It is a monster movie fucking attacking people stuck in a bar in Texas, and it is full of schlock and comedy. I'm going to skip question four on you because it's what do you like about horror films, and you like schlock. We yeah, addressed this. yeah, we yeah. totally covered that. What can actually scare you, bother you, disgust you, make you sick to your stomach in whatever way? Like, is there anything in a horror film that can actually disturb you on some level? Not really. Okay. I can actually tell you the first movie that actually scared me. Was actually an alien movie, sci-fi, Fire in the Sky. Oh, really? Yeah. So you believe in the abduction thing? When I was nine, I did. <laughs> so <laughs> was it, that was enough to fuck with you. Yeah, it's it, like I was scared of aliens coming to get me. I've never been scared of Chucky breaking into my room or Freddy coming right. to my dreams. But these aliens, I'm like, well, that guy's where's the guy that he's telling the truth? But no, in all seriousness, so you you couldn't take a job as like a, a logger because you no no like to this day no no couldn't do it. And where wow. they were, they were in New Mexico, right? No, 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 Mexico. I, I think it was Virginia. I can't remember where they were. I Travis, can't remember either. Some place where they cut I've down watched trees. documentaries and everything else, yeah. And they, he claims he got abducted, and they passed lie detector tech, lie detector, lie detector, lie detector test beer. But <laughs> <laughs> so you totally believe in aliens? I believe there's a chance. I mean, there's something out there. We shouldn't discount it. You shouldn't discount it. So, I don't know why they're always coming to redneck America. But if they came to your redneck America, you'd be like, fuck no, that's my butthole. Exactly. I want to point out Tom DeLong 
right? From Blink-182. Mm -hmm. He yes. runs his alien foundation. Okay. He just partnered with the United States Army. He did, and that piece of fucking rock that he bought for like $35,000 is not from space. <laughs> it's been tested. <laughs> I just think it's cool that they're going to let him work with them to find I, shit in space. It's I, neat. I totally think the Secret Machines book and all that shit, I am all about it. Um, You, you can go back to the Vandals and fucking... Was it the Vandals? I believe in UFOs. Like you can go back to that shit. That screeching, that screeching weasel. Cool. Thank you for correcting you me, sir. You insult me, sir. Why? Those are the two bands I always mix up. I don't why? Know why? They don't I even know. sound alike. They, they don't. Know. I've only seen one of them live. You'd think there'd be some correlation here, but it's the, just me being dumb. Um, have you seen the Vandals live? Yeah, we yes. saw my barristers uh, in the nineties. It yes. was fucking uh, awesome. And fucking Warren Fitzgerald had a broke fucking leg and yeah. still played the full set. And he was dancing around in a full cast on his leg. Really? <laughs> yeah. And Dave Quackenbush was actually funny. But to come full circle here, um, but it's neat that you know with everything with Tom DeLonge, Secret Machines, and all that shit. And that's I'm fucking similar or origin shit. Um, it's neat that there's somebody in the public spotlight that's still trying to shine a light on fucking fuck the X Files, man. Look at this right. shit. X Files was good too, though. <laughs> even the remake yeah. and i'm it saying was it wasn't really a remake it was a continuation yeah. yeah they did a good job yeah so what happens when you get the original people back though exactly thank you sir no thank problem. You. hope i can be of service so uh i, I know your name because you told me earlier but but tell us what's your first name that's right it's jack and you are roommates with a co-worker of josh's right that's right and uh we suckered you to come in here for the podcast right and uh this is a first. <laughs> I forgot to ask the last dude about his costume. He didn't have one on. That makes it okay. But tell us about your costume. I'm a Norman peasant. That's fucking awesome. It's very, he brought I up once knew a Norman, and he was a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> have you checked out a sword, man? It's like fully weighted and I everything. I have. I like played with it and I know. Stuff. It's like, cool. Like, I was scared I was going to chop my own dick off with it. So I it's not it, sharp. I gave it back to Oh, really? I mean, the temptation <laughs> was, is strong. I was too scared to touch the blade. It's a good costume, though. So some people aren't even in costumes here. It's the first year I've ever seen that at your party. I know, right? I mean, I really put a lot into this, and people are just like half-ass. But if I'm going to be honest, I was just sitting at home watching it, and uh, when Chris invited me, well, uh, I'm a bit of jewelry and a sword away from a Viking, so here we go. <laughs> okay, by it, do you mean the original? The original, yes. Tim Curry, yep. Okay. It's my first time, too. I've read it, but I've oh, never seen oh, it. Oh, that was your first time watching it. Mm -hmm. Have you watched the new movies? No, I have not. Okay. Have you seen Stranger Things on Netflix? I haven't, no. It's It's got the same vibe on the first one, at least, because they're kids in the 80s. They they moved the time frame. Mm -hmm. um, interesting fact, the Duffer brothers who make the Stranger Things were supposed to make it. They were trying to get the job, and they didn't have the resume for it. Yep. And they were like, hey, we're going to make the show to get the job. Didn't work out for them. Yeah, but Stranger Things has definitely worked out for them. Yeah, a little bit. Doing more seasons than they wanted to, it seems. <laughs> well, let's dive into the questions here. Uh, this one's hard for some people, but what is the first horror film that, that sticks with you that you remember seeing? Uh, the first. No, it, it was definitely Aliens. Um, really? The second one, Aliens? Oh, yeah. 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 Game over, man. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Honestly, Alien 1, or Alien, however you want to say it, it's mm -hmm. it's a fucking slasher movie in space to yeah. me. Yeah, totally. No one has ever done isolation horror like Alien. No, it's no. It's just, mm, it, it really hits home. And uh, I pity the motherfucker that eventually tries to reboot that movie because it's not going to work out for him. Oh, no, they're fucked. And you've seen the shit with like Prometheus and whatnot yeah. where they're trying to get close we, to it. That was still Ridley Scott. 
I hate to, <laughs> I fucking hate to admit that. Okay. Like there's a running joke that my firstborn child will be Ridley West. And that's, you know, Ridley Scott, West Craven. And then, you know, my moniker, you're just not going to tell him about Prometheus. I'm so not going to tell him about Prometheus. I enjoyed that film one time in the theater, <laughs> and that was it. I was done. I was like, Oh, that's what the giant white guy was for. You know, like the giant alien, you know, like some backstory explained. So, uh, What's your favorite horror film? It's hard, I know. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, geez, and, and it's so different amongst genres. You know, uh, what sort of horror film? Uh, it's hard for me to make a top ten. I get you. Yeah, whatever it is for you. You can even go just favorite franchise if you wanted to. Uh, I mean, it, it would really have to be Aliens. Uh, okay, I, really? Okay. I've seen all the uh, figures in the Sci-Fi Museum in Seattle and seeing the Queen up close. And that was before people tried to steal the teeth and yeah, yeah. Know, <laughs> fuck with it. And uh, so really just seeing that huge puppet, it was... It was breathtaking, and I was a little kid, so that really sticks with you, you know. So, are you more more into sci-fi with a horror element, or more into horror with a sci-fi element? Well, I, I started on sci-fi. Uh, I was okay. pretty sheltered, but always kind of the, you know, the brooding type. Uh, of course, I think I scared my dad. And that's why I didn't <laughs> want me. Uh, we were raised <laughs> Southern Baptist and Pentecostal. So right, we get you. We get you. <laughs> so, uh, wow, I just had a brain fart right here i had a movie i was gonna bring up and and see how you liked it and it was a sci-fi horror movie damn we're just gonna skip it well I mean, I you've got the one with the ship floating around that is very generic <laughs> sir uh, oh you know what a really good early one for me was the thing that's what i was gonna say i was gonna that's exactly what it was there you go how do you feel about john carpenter's the thing oh it is fantastic uh I'm a big sucker for uh, practical effects. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So are we. To me, I was going to say this, the xenomorphs from Alien, they're just like fucking such a unique idea. They weren't your normal gray alien, well, right? And they well, were and scary see, as Geiger, fuck. He, he right. ran with that whole project. It was more like a blob or something right. originally. Yep. And, but yeah, Geiger's work is just... And and the way Time. they evolved the idea about like whatever it infected that that birthed it, it would be slightly different was kind of like a neat idea on that. Sci-fi horror is scary as fuck because we don't know what's out there. Exactly, so. but there is fucking something out there. All right, so uh, you've kind of brushed on this. What's your favorite horror subgenre? Well, I really like slashers. All the classics, the yeah. first two or three of practically any franchise. <laughs> right. uh, Even. Uh, Oh, God, Freddy Part 2, Freddy's Revenge, right? Or Freddy oh, yeah, Revenge. and, and like 3, it gets really goofy in 3. It's, it's three just is a fun great, time. Though. 3 is good. Right. We all know I love slasher movies, so it's fucking good to hear that again. Uh, who's your, this is not a question, but this is just for me to ask, what's your favorite slasher franchise? Franchise. Um, or slasher, the killer himself, whatever. Mikey, Freddy, yeah, Jason. I, I am partial to Mikey. Yeah. Man, fuck both of y'all, all right? <laughs> Freddy's a goddamn dream demon. We got just like a dude that's evil. He's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm I'm partial to Freddy, if you haven't noticed. Josh, somehow in every horror movie that we cover, because I don't have you ever heard the podcast? No, I have not. I, I think every guest we have has <laughs> ever heard of it. But, uh, it's fucking fantastic. But Josh could somehow in every movie that we cover say, like in Nightmare on Elm Street, blah, blah, blah. 
even if the movie predates Nightmare on Elm Street by 10 years. Yeah, Jessica can be like, and then this woman carries in a bowl of apples. And I'm like, just like Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) (laughs) It's his go-to thing. It's his rolling the dice move. It's all he's got. So, (laughs) um, right. Is there anything in horror films or in the genre that scares you, upsets you, disturbs you, makes you nauseous in any of those things and affects you in some negative way that like when you see it in a movie, you're like, oh God, not that. Uh, well, that's part of the reason I really love Halloween is because of the focus on tension. Right. And, and see, I just watched Salem's Lot again recently. Ooh. And and you think that something is going to jump out at you. It's going to be horrifying. Just boom. Like the, the grave scene where right. he's, he's filling the grave and he stands there and he's staring down into it. And then he just jumps down. And, you, and the whole time you're like, okay, where's the, where's the boom? And... He just calmly grabs the fan and leans in for the bite. And, <laughs> and that is the first movie that seriously affected me in real life since uh, The Strangers. Okay. Oh, wow. Right. And so, The Strangers, that's, one, that's not on my list, but that actually gets me because that could just fucking happen. Well, right. That's one that we covered on the podcast. And then I talked about being like, this is a terrible movie. And while I'm watching it, I'm hearing noises in the backyard. And I'm like fuck i gotta check on that (laughs) and i had the same thing with uh salem's lot the first hour or so it's just life in this small town and it's such a slow build and then before you know it you're in the midst of this and you're just like all the citizens in the town you think everything's fine and it's not (laughs) so you really like psychological horror oh yeah definitely okay uh hannibal did that too where that He's first introduced in the scene with the face bite, and ever since, every time someone leans in close, <laughs> you're you're like, wait, oh, here it comes. Yeah, it's, it's face biting time. <laughs> well, that's wanna, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I want to thank you for coming in and doing these questions, especially since you don't listen to the show and uh, you just kind of like came on a whim to the party. So that was extra cool, right? Yeah, so. no, it's my pleasure. So uh, we're now here with Parker. And he's dressed like the king, and I'm not talking about Ashley fucking Williams. Elvis fucking Presley. You can actually see him on the Instagram wielding a sword. Dude, my delay in understanding your Ashley Williams content com- comment makes me understand how much I've had to drink. Um, <laughs> but the king, as Jesse said, fucking Elvis Presley, also known as Parker, also known as Parkour, motherfucking my friend, fucking guitarist, sometimes bass player, sometimes singer, sometimes poet, fucking sometimes house sitter. Here he is. <laughs> You house it, bro? I house it. I um, do a lot of assets to the community. And what I love most about people like you is that, well, what can I say? You know, you guys are pretty cool to let me talk to you on your podcast, Slice by Slice. And what I really want to tell you guys is that this is really great. We're actually very appreciative that people are willing to fucking come in here and do this. Yeah, what people don't understand is this podcast so far has just been Jesse and Josh. And you guys are actually our quote-unquote first guests. And it's nice to get a different perspective on shit. It is. It's very interesting. And uh, you having the fucking stunner shades on the whole time is just, it adds this extra panache. I do want to say I thought the sideburns were glued on until I saw you take the shades off. Is he, he's signing another non-disclosure. That is great. These are, are waivers. These are not non-disclosure. Thank you for correcting me, but he signed another one nonetheless. <laughs> All right. So 
What is the first horror film you recall ever seeing or the first one that stuck with you at least? I'd have to say that George A. Romero is a great director. I think the first movie that I saw about him was Night of the Living Dead. It's a fucking classic, man. Using Hershey syrup, making it black and white so you can yeah. go cheaper on the special effects, and just scaring you with thrills. It was a fucking way to do it. Yeah, and going with the deeper, deeper uh, cultural significance that was in it and didn't even know he was doing it. That's, whoa, I can't talk. Didn't even know he was doing that at the time. And he invented the zombie genre. It was a fucking amazing flick. Covered that on the uh, night of the episode, right? Yes, we did. What's your uh, favorite horror film? I'd say that my favorite horror movie is George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. All right, this guy has got a one-track mind. <laughs> this sounds like me talking about Halloween, so we're on a good, we're on a good track here. <laughs> it does. Do you have a favorite uh, subgenre? Like, would it be zombie movies, or do you like monsters or slashers, ghosts? What is, is there a category that you prefer more than others? I really like um, Western movies. <laughs> that fucking works. We have John Carpenter's Vampires. You could put that. In how that's you, like a Western vampire movie. How do you feel movie. about Jean Car? Jean, oh Jean, <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. John Carpenter's Vampires. How do you feel about that film? Does that really does that oh, get your ghost? Um, I can't say that I know about John Carpenter. <laughs> What I really like is that Stanley Kubrick. Oh, wow. <laughs> we, we took a turn. <laughs> Are we talking about Shining Year? Now, hang on, hang on. What Westerns did, did Kubrick do? That's my problem. <laughs> my favorite Western that Stanley Kubrick did. <laughs> this is fucking fantastic. I want to know. Uh, fucking makeup being on my hand and shit. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm Elvis Presley. Do you have that Elvis Presley impersonation for us? No, I don't. What is it that you like about horror movies or dislike if you're not a horror fan at all? What? <laughs> like, what do you like about George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, why does horror work for you? You know, as a child, I didn't like horror movies. In fact, horror movies made me cry. <laughs> Go on. But since I cried, <laughs> I know that now is the best time to cry. All right. <laughs> so when you're crying, what what movies really get you? What what movies scare what movies scare you and make you cry? <laughs> I've recorded 30 fucking episodes with you and I've never heard that laugh. <laughs> First movie that made me cry was Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> I love that you you love this film. Is there anything in horror movies, Night of the Living Dead or otherwise, that scares you or bothers you in some way? Disgusts you? Anything in that, that area? Certainly. What would it be? <laughs> There's plenty of movies that I can name. Like? What's your favorite horror movie? No, no, no. We already asked that question. <laughs> We're interviewing you here. We want to know what scares you. Makeup. You must be terrifying him right I'm, now. I'm in makeup right now. Is this scaring you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast.
All right. So next up here, we have uh, Florence oh. Priscilla Presley. All right. There we go. Florence, the who came as Priscilla Presley. Yes. It's fucking fantastic, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, you, you came with Parker, who was dressed as Elvis, right? So are you I related? Did. or uh, He's my son. He's your son? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So was, you're responsible for that. I was responsible for that. <laughs> I don't. I think he had too much to drink. <laughs> it's understandable. We're like, uh, how many hours into the, five hours into the party here recording? I know, right? That's our own dumb planning. But uh, I mean, it, it was fun. I love you guys' costumes. They're like Thank the, you. The, you both put a lot of work into it and they look good. We so. did. We yes, did. Thank y'all are you. great together. We shopped. We were standing outside earlier talking about horror films and you were actually shouting out about a couple of them. So I, I wanted to make sure we got you in here. What's the first horror film you recall seeing or that sticks with I you? I saw The Exorcist Ooh. from back in the day. That, that's, it's a fantastic film. So right. we got two of those so far. Yeah, we got another one. Yep. Um, what would you say your favorite horror film is? Oh, let's see. I, I love horror films. Um, I like uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, that, that's a good one. The, or, the original? The original. Yeah. The original. We just covered that recently. We just did Wes Craven's Body of Work. That, and that movie that was fun is just so creepy. Yeah, it's just it so is. creepy. Those people are so creepy. We were saying this earlier. This really could go into that. It could happen. Yep. Right. That's like that a horror movie that could happen. Sure, sure, sure. Especially, you know, back in the, back in the day when you had less technology to know what was going on, it's like, what is out there in the desert? You know, I saw another one yesterday. I can't think of the name of it. Where he took a, a a detour. Somebody told him to take a detour. It would cut two hours off his drive, and they couldn't escape the town. That sounds like in fact, wrong. In fact, turn. That, that might that might have been a Twilight Zone. I'm not sure. I watch I watch so much TV, so it, it could have been wrong. <laughs> it could have been, but it's it's that things like that could happen. Right. Right. Do you have a favorite subgenre of horror movies that like really you really enjoy more than others? Uh like slasher, comedy, anything like that. Uh, I, I like I like it all. I like I like a lot. Slasher gets old. Com- <laughs> com- well, comedy's good too. But uh, if you really want to get scared, it's like, well, like the hills have eyes, things like that that you don't expect, and the the the, the creep the creepiness, the of, realistic people the, the realistic, hanging out in the wilderness, right, right, right the redneck right, cannibals, right. which redneck, we have a lot right, of exactly. around here. So are that, you a Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre fan? That's a, yes, yes, Leatherface, Ch- yeah, yep, yep. Everybody's scared of Bubba. <laughs> I think about that every time I'm driving through Alabama to go visit my family in Florida. Actually, <laughs> I tell state, you, a creepy movie. Wait, wait, when you're not crashing your car into werewolves. <laughs> Correct. I was going to bring that up on the next episode of the podcast, but yes, consider this the teaser. Yes, but uh, one crowd. Don't want to interrupt, but one creepy movie, and I think it got bad reviews. Was uh, was it the the Wax House, the Paris Hilton movie? Oh, House of Wax. That was House of Wax. That I liked was a, it. That, I liked it too. It I really wasn't that, was, that bad for. What I it was. didn't think so either. And it was it was it was creepy, especially when he was sitting there still alive, melting. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Or, that that was a good. That was good. That is a movie that. The hate for it was very undeserved. I right. feel like it I was. think it, probably the hate was because of her. Yep. And I know, actually, and I thought she was fantastic. She, she wasn't she bad. Did a good, it, she did a good job. Like, and, like Lady Gaga in American Horror Story. You know, they're going to hate the Paris Hiltons and the Kardashians, people like that. They're, 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 they're oh, no, fuck on. all the Kardashians. They can, uh, they can all just get eaten they, by squirrels. They, well, I don't they, care. They are a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror reality show. Oh, for real. Oh, shit. Uh, is there anything that happens in horror movies that actually scares you, makes it hard for you to sleep at night, or disgust you in some way? Um, well, a, a lot of rape scenes, things like yeah. that, things that are scary that you can't do, uh, the, the, 
I can't think of the name of the movie. Like the Robert De Niro got out of jail and Nick Nolte was his lawyer. That wasn't really a horror movie. And they, they, he gets out of jail and he goes to get his revenge. Robert De Niro does okay. and follows him out on the boat and things like that that could happen. And I got to find this movie that sounds oh, fantastic. That's not Cape Fear, is it? Cape Fear. Oh, okay, Cape, okay, Fear. Okay. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. I'm sorry. I've seen I'm bad that in a names. long I'm, time. I'm old too. So, so, ground, so things like that. They, when it's that grounded could, in reality, right, that's, exactly, that's that, unsettling. That, right. And then, and then, then and the hills have eyes where they, they get, get raped and then the, they had the baby. On, oh, the, on, yeah. the, on the camper with them, you know. Thing. Did you know originally in that film that uh, Wes Craven wanted them to kill the baby? Oh, no. Yes. No, see, no, no. The, that would have been, no, you, no, you don't, you you just can't do that. You can't I, do that. He crossed the line regularly, though. Have you ever seen um, Last House on the Left, his first film? Oh, oh yeah. That's one of my favorites, too. That, uh, yes. And yes, it's, yes. it's terrifying because there's absolutely nothing in that film that is not realistic. Yeah, that is straight up real Is that the girl world. where she was the jam-up swimmer? And she got get been dragged off, and no, then they no, ended they up were, putting his hand go- in the microwave. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> no, 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 different movie. No, this is they were going to the concert and got raped in the woods, and then and murdered, then, and then the killers the, the, go to the, the parents' house. To the parents, that's right. And the then parents the, kill them. The girl, the girl lived. The, he he raped one of the the daughter. And she was a swimmer. She was remember she was a she was he a does, swimmer. She does go into the lake she yeah. was, to get away. She was a she, she was shot. a school swimmer from college or something. Yeah, I believe she was, and she swam. I may, be thinking, that, I, thinking, I, think. I may be thinking. I may be thinking about it. Maybe that that but, is part of. Uh, yeah, but regardless, the the real world stuff that actually the real happens, world stuff can happen because I have much I live terrifying. way out in the country and it's it's it's. <laughs> I can uh, relate. Um, and I'm also married to a prosecutor, and we got. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll you do know it. things. You know, I don't want my kids when they were little with standing to the road with the backs of their names on their back, their ball <laughs> jerseys. You know, because people want revenge on you know. Oh yeah. People are crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as many horror films as I watch, I also watch a lot of uh, like Discovery ID, right? Uh-huh, and I listen yeah. to lots of true crime podcasts. Right, right, right. And right, uh, right. my wife and my kids and I will go visit the in-laws in Florida, and I'll have to go back to work, and they'll stay an extra week or two, right. right, to visit. And I'll be home by myself, and it's not the horror movies that gets me. It's the watching the Discovery the, the ID. I watch that all right? day today, or and the I'm Forensic like, Files, things like that. No. My neighbor might want to wear my head as a hat. And, right. you know, like, what, what do I do to but stop But it could them? be a lovely hat. <laughs> it would be a beautiful hat. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for, well, thank y'all for not knowing me. us and coming in. Oh, us. I thank appreciate you. this. Yeah. This was fun. All right. Fun. Thank, you. thank you. So here we are with... Um, I know you as Taylor, but to other people, you are Zach Zachary. Zachary, you're the green man name. to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I go by many names. I got an alias, like an endless. <laughs> so goes the, on. So the green man last year, I believe you were originally Beelzebub himself. Mm-hmm. Here at the party, the devil, the uh, the morning star, Satan. There we go. So I feel a, I don't pe- know how to react to that. a piece of my soul has left the table. As an angel, I was called Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems so much softer. <laughs> right. All right, so I'm going to start you off like everybody else. What is the first horror film you ever saw or remember seeing? The first horror film I ever saw was traumatizing to me because I saw Scream. Oh, that was, yeah, it was a classic. Holy I was, fuck, I feel old. I know. <laughs> I know. 96 is when it came out. I don't remember much about it. I remember the opening scene of Drew Barrymore getting completely fucked up. Oh, yeah. Disemboweled and, and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her parents seeing that and then 
I haven't watched that when I was, I watched that in 98, I want to say. Did maybe, that make maybe dating hard for you? Did that make dating hard for me? <laughs> no. So how old were you when you saw it? When I was, when I saw it, I was six years old because my sisters were in, because they were, they're, they're older sisters. So they were trying to like, I guess, trying to desensitize me to what the world <laughs> was going to be or something like that. <laughs> it's just fascinating because that's about the age I saw Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street was like five, six. And yeah. then you're talking about seeing a movie around the same age that Josh and I fucking broke VHS tapes watching so many Damn times right we did. when we were 16. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like yeah, mind blowing. It, it completely. It's one it, of the better ones. It was, it, it was a good, it's a classic horror film and I watched it and my, my sisters were like, oh, he don't know what's coming. And then I'm like, <laughs> if my little self could curse the way I do now, <laughs> as fluently as I do now, they he'd be like, he sure as fuck didn't. Like, I was, I was like, the first opening scene completely messed me up. And, you know, it it's not one of my favorites, but I mean, it is a classic. So the greatest thing about that opening scene, though, is Drew Barrymore was on every poster. She was mm-hmm. on every trailer. And she then, was the star. She's the final girl. And she fucking gets it in like, what, eight minutes or something? Yeah. About, about like that. So what would you say is your favorite horror film at this point? I would say my favorite one to watch, even though they keep rebooting it and it keeps getting negative success, is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Really? The original one. Yeah, it's a fucking great film. I loved it. That is awesome. It was great. It's popped up a couple times on here. That's one of my... I'm going to officially make like a Halloween watch list one of these years for a month, but I watch so many horror movies a year. That it, it feels redundant to do, but that is one of them that I make sure I watch every October. Right. Which is fucking fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that is, and it it's just rooted enough in the real world that, you know, side of the road, redneck cannibals. You right. Know? That shit's fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's funny how different the original one is from the second one. And the second one was the one I owned on VHS. So, like, I wore it out regularly. But, like, I was like, man, I wish I had the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Movies were not as easily accessible when i was younger yeah we didn't see you grew up with this internet thing and we didn't have that when we were oh no we had vhs's too whoa oh yeah we had vhs's because we had nightmare on elm street we had uh uh, the first halloween movie on vhs we had all this stuff do you remember phone booths oh no (laughs) (laughs) i guess i'm i guess i'm a little out of my touch on that one phone booths come up on the podcast regularly because we like to cover older films and every time we make like we we accidentally segue into a joke on where we explain where the phone booth is, and now we just proved why we have to do we it. Did. That was great. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite subgenre of horror films? Uh, I'm more of into uh, kind of like a thriller genre. You know, like just like the kinda, psychological thrillers, like, like psychological and your yeah. birds and like fucking rear window, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. You just went on an absolute Hitchcock fucking kick. I mean, he's the king king of psychological thrillers. I can do that. He is. There is more modern ones, but (laughs) I mean, that's just what I, what I prefer, you know, stuff you don't see coming. Right. Even though you want to see it coming, you're like, oh, maybe, maybe they'll get out. Maybe they won't. But then you're like, no, they won't get out. And then somehow they get out. But then later on, they get killed. Like that, so you, you enjoy trying to you enjoy trying to figure out the film as you watch it, right? Right. I mean, it's it's kind of a guilty pleasure. You're like, all right, now I know what's going on. Then the unexpected happens. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> I feel like you just summed up 
like what horror fans feel for everything. Guilty pleasure is, the, like is the perfect word. I feel like he summed up Mike Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mike Flanagan. <laughs> Fucking uh, Dr. Sleep's coming out soon. I'm so yes. excited to see it. Uh, what do you like about horror movies? Uh, like I said before, uh, the unexpected like to happen, you know. Like, I watch that, like, with all my shows, movies, and stuff. Like, if I want something to happen and it doesn't happen, that catches my eye. And, you know, you're kind of captivated by it. Like, oh, now I, know, now I need to keep watching because <laughs> now what I wanted to happen or I knew what was going to happen is not going to happen because this person died. Are you also a fan of, like, crime dramas? I do love crime dramas. I loved watching, uh... What was the show called? Uh, there's so many of them. Uh, there's so many of them nowadays. It's quite popular at the moment. It, it is quite popular. Uh, I loved watching Psych. I liked watching. Uh, <laughs> I liked watching. Uh, I know it's not a crime drama, but I liked watching House. Yeah, I liked yeah, but watching it, that. it had the same elements. It, it You're had, like, oh god, how are they going to fucking cure this uncurable disease? Yeah, like yeah. I have and five then, of the then, pieces. Where are the other twenty six? And last five minutes, he's just like, oh. I figured it out. I had an epiphany. <laughs> so I had. I had God, I love painkillers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually interesting. You bring up house and like that kind of shit. Because that really does kind of like feed the same needs and wants, right? Yeah, it scratches that itch. Um, is there anything in horror movies that fucks you up? Like whether it scares you, grosses you out or or anything like that? Not really. Uh, I'm pretty immune to, well, I won't say immune because, I mean, it, it probably will fuck me up eventually down the road, but, you know, blood and, you know, people's heads getting cut off and, you know, all that stuff. It didn't really mess me up, but, uh, you know, the uh, the whole aspect of someone's life being ended, yeah, that's that's kind of fucked up, you know, but. Like just just people dying just in general. People, in it. Just people dying in general. The totality uh, of it. The totality and the whole concept of like, hey, yeah, we're watching a movie, but what if this was real life and someone's life just ended like tragically like that? Like that, that happens to me anytime I'm watching a movie and like a child's involved. Yes, like it fucks that, me up every time. Adults, I hate to say it, generally doesn't yeah, bother me. Adults like, are totally expendable. It's fiction. It's okay. And then when it's a kid, I'm like, mm. <laughs> What really fucks me up is actually when pets die. Oh, I like, said too. Yeah, like yeah. hey, hey, you can murder the fuck out of human beings. Like they don't give a fuck. So like, you're not a fan you, of Michael Myers? He's like the biggest dog slaying son of a bitch. Oh uh, no, lived. fuck Michael Myers. Oh no. wow, <laughs> he went for the throat. I went straight for the throat. No, fuck. all because he eats German shepherds. Not only because of that, like just fuck Michael Myers in general. <laughs> wow. Okay, we're gonna have to take this into a separate discussion one day. Yeah. One day we are. With your hate and your angst for Michael Myers, we will bring you back to go into that deeper at a later time. We're going to have to debate that shit. Yes, Wait a are. minute. Are you going off of Rob Zombie or John Carpenter's Michael oh, Myers? Oh, good question. John Carpenter. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh, well, these are fighting words. I'm going to have to rewatch these just to make sure I get my shit right. Okay. Well, we only have to watch the first one and the new one. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, whatever. You, if you want to watch more, that's okay. Just don't watch the one with Buster Rhymes. Ooh. Right. No, 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 no. That's a joke. All right, man. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you. So here we are with Chris Cortez, another coworker, proving once again that I have no friends. It's just coworkers and family. Here. I've had two friends in here. One of them really liked Night of the Living Dead, and the other one was way more coherent than I expected him to be. But at any rate, let's get started with our next guest. 
One thing that's that's interesting about our next guest, I don't remember if it made it to air, but Cortez is is the Lovecraft fan that you spoke of, likes the the literature of it, had not seen the film, and you're not really a movie guy, right? Right. Um, I I hardly ever see anything. I just saw Alien Two for the first time last week. What'd you think? Or Aliens, whatever. Uh, I really liked it. Then we watched. Alien 3, uh-uh. uh, which I'm going to describe the way I did to my roommate as aggressively mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to watch Alien? Yeah, but- I saw Alien last year. So I was with my family and they're like, hey, we should all do something together. I'm like, okay, let's watch these old movies because I heard the thing was like as Lovecraftian as it gets. I watched it fucking amazing. It's a great like, movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I yeah. Love Hell it. yeah. And then we saw Alien, also amazing. Really good stuff. And I'm like, okay, I understand. I understand why people like, um, I don't even remember the actress's name, whoever played Ripley. I'm like, oh, yeah. She Sigourney was, she Weaver? Was, yeah, yeah, she yeah. was hot in that movie. All right. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all agree. We all agree. <laughs> um, so just to let you know, since you're not a big movie guy, John Carpenter, who made Halloween, is who made The Thing. Okay. okay. Well, but he has what he calls the Apocalypse Trilogy. And it's not a trilogy in a sense that the movies go together, but it's his like Lovecraftian trilogy. Okay. So he has The Thing and The Mouth of Madness and... Prince of Darkness. Okay. There you go. I haven't seen and of those two. they're all 70s era. Mouth of Madness might be 80s. I think so. But they're all like that very like there's the dark otherworldly thing coming to get me in some way. So you might actually enjoy all this. Okay. I'm probably never going to watch them, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing my part and spread the word this here. Is, I, I just have to say this because I was telling you about a movie. I don't remember if it was something I was telling you about at work or you had listened to an episode of the podcast. This motherfucker's response was, now uh, I don't have to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, listening to the podcast. And I'm like, all right, now I know the whole movie. I'm good. <laughs> we do put a spoiler warning, though, because like we do talk about the See, movie. But, but I'm fine because I, I don't, I'm, all right, every time I'm at the house and I have a choice, right? Should I watch a movie? Or play a video game or read video a book. games definitely, right. especially if video it's us. game at this point is number one. It used to be read a book, but I've read a lot of books at this point. So now I'm playing a lot of games. And what, I, what I kind don't of games do you like? Uh, anything that's not sports. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I don't go outside. Okay, so we don't even we don't even simulate going outside. It's the best fucking response I've heard all night. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go through this list of questions here, and a cool. lot of them might might not even be applicable to you, but it's gonna be interesting to see how it turns out. Yeah, because you're the sci-fi guy. This should be well, sci-fi we'll counts see. as horror. We'll it does, but I'm just saying he's not he's not cut from the cloth of our regular brethren. So he's normal. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> let's not talk about normality. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the first horror film you recall seeing, or the first one that stuck with you at least? Oh, uh, jeez. Is X Files a horror film? <laughs> it's a horror show. I I'll did, count I, it. I'll no, count I it. I did see the X Files movie. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, oh God, no. We don't talk about he that. He was talking about the show. The show's okay. okay. The well, movie. no, no. I watched the whole show. Oh, my God. Show, the bees. <laughs> no, I watched the whole show, like, probably up until the fifth season. Okay. So, very good. Loved it. Oh, it was a classic. Uh, I was actually surprised how good the continuation show was. Yeah. When, when, they, brought when they brought it back. Yeah, same here. Um, no, I was watching it with uh, some of my you know, family members hanging out, and they were like, oh, man, this is too comedic. Where are they doing? I'm like, do you even remember the old show? <laughs> they, it was goofy as hell some episodes. Right, right, exactly. right. I just remember me and you telling my parents, like, oh, yeah, we watched X-Files. Now we're going to go Skywatch. And that was how we, <laughs> we got away to fucking smoke cigarettes and shit. Okay. So I just remember the first horror movie that 
I can actually remember watching okay. Okay. Um, it. Wow. Uh, the original Tim Curry, like, yeah. uh, yeah. miniseries is fucking fantastic. Man, I watched that when I was, like, 11, and pff, I can't tell you, like, two weeks, like, oh, God, clowns. Well, you're you're <laughs> roughly the same age as us, if I remember correctly, yeah. and, and that's why I'm afraid of clowns. It's from okay. fucking so, Tim so Curry. It was just, like, two weeks, right? Like, where I was having dreams where I was like, oh, God, I'm dying. <laughs> Uh, after that, yeah, I haven't. I don't care about clowns. I mean, I even went to uh, the circus and saw. Right, cares, yeah. they they slightly give me the creeps, but it all comes down to Tim Curry. Because I yes. mean, I he like the, such a good job. Right, right. Yeah. I like the It remake, but they purposely made him. They made Bill Skarsgård look like a demonic clown. He looks like a monster. It's yeah. It works for the movie, but it's not scary. Tim Curry looked like a normal clown that you would walk up to to get an animal balloon from, and then he grows fangs and red eyes, and he fucking eats you. Exactly. Right? And that's what made him so terrifying. Him and Ronald McDonald. Ronald, okay, the fucking, the little bench, and like he sits there, and <laughs> yes. you can sit next to him with his arm around you and not shit. me. And he had not that me. hole in his crotch. You know what I'm talking about. What was the hole for? I don't know, man, but that shit freaked me out. Do you know what we're talking about? I, like, I've seen pictures of what you're talking about. You, you That's live it. in the same neighborhood. You know what we're talking about. It's just weird, because like all of the benches, they had a, they had a Ronald McDonald statue, and you could take a picture of them, and that's fine, okay? It was creepy, but it was fine. But for some reason, there's a hole where his dick's supposed to be. And I don't know why there's a glory hole on fucking Ronald McDonald and McDonald's. Yeah, he's a taker, not a giver. <laughs> Shit. I don't know, guys. I, I just always related to Hamburglar. That, that was my guy. I don't know anything he, about He was him. actually my favorite of the McDonald's group. Mine was more Grimace. I don't know if that's from growing <laughs> up as a chubby kid. You just like the color purple, man. Maybe. That says a whole lot of shit about Prince. Moving on. Uh, well, if we're going to move on, what's your favorite horror film? Right now, it has to be the thing. 1982, whatever. It was so good, man. Like, we got uh, this guy back. <laughs> I have right? read so much Lovecraft at this point. Um, and watching that movie was just everything I wanted out of a Lovecraft movie. Right. I only saw the thing fucking this year. I know, and I made fun of you. At least I've seen it. But uh, no, that, that, that that's that's dope as shit. That, that's like, you know, what you can say is fucking... Out of out of all the shit that's out there coming, because you come from a sci-fi angle, just from waxing yeah. with you and shit, like like sci-fi is really your yes, thing. Sir. It seems I love to be, it. and uh, so that's cool to bring it in and bring it into fucking the creator of Halloween and shit. And it, it, it's just awesome because Alien and the Thing is like the perfect blending of sci-fi and horror to me. Yes, like, like those two movies fucking nailed it. Like yeah. the the, I mean, there's movies that are like they they mixed it and it's a better horror movie or a better alien movie. But that's those are the two that like just fucking stuck it together. I will say though, if you see John Carpenter and Kurt Russell in the same credits, just fucking watch it. It's <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China, fucking fantastic. Real quick, Alien. You know that was the first time I seen it was just last year. <laughs> really good and you're right about the sci-fi like as far as Lovecraft goes Lovecraft actually had a bunch of sci-fi of course you could consider all the reanimator stories to be sci-fi he even had a story that took place on Mars right and stuff like that so Lovecraft was actually pretty big into sci-fi you know he had some vaguely scientific stuff that nowadays you're like okay well that's dumb but back in the day they right. they didn't know it and he did a, a bunch of sci-fi um just really cool stuff even oh my gosh even some of his time traveling stories i mean <laughs> Just crazy stuff. And and so I think that's part of where I enjoy that. I mean, sci-fi is the unknown. So, I mean, it's yeah, horrific right. in its own right. It's just how you how you display it, how you convey it to, like, your audience on how they're going to react to it, right? Exactly. 
Do you have a, a favorite subgenre of horror? I'm going to go with sci-fi. Subgenre of horror. Um, video games. Is that a subgenre? Is there certain horror video games you really like, or uh, just the usual stuff? I mean, um, some of the Resident Evil selections. Uh, one, two, four, and seven. Really good. I like how you skip three. I, I'm going <laughs> to continue to skip three. Uh, so there's a game that I harp on all the time because it was amazing for the time. Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. Okay. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I know of that game. That's okay, about it. so the game was, once again, very Lovecraftian. Um, <laughs> you play as uh, the descendant of this family that had been going through a whole lot of stuff. So basically, you play through the ages. You start off in, in Rome, and you're playing this family through the ages, trying to fight this ageless monstrosity. And so many times, just like in Lovecraft stories, the protagonist will either go insane or die. So you're like, oh yeah, this is someone I'm relating to. I'm having a good time. Okay, here's some monsters. We're starting to go insane. That's okay. We're going to keep going. Oh, fuck, you're dead. <laughs> Sounds like every game of Mansions of Madness I've ever played in my there life. Yeah, Sounds like me trying to play the original Tomb Raider, but I was just bad at the game. So when you do watch a horror film, do you prefer like uh, aliens or zombies or slashers, vampires, anything like that? Is there anything that like uh, tracks you more in, in horror films? Anything that plays off psychological things because a lot of the horror in the first alien was just the the dread right part you know the dread of oh the alien is going to be there but then it's a little bit existential in that the alien itself is also partially human right and and yeah. and w i said this earlier you weren't in the room but alien regularly gets considered as a slasher film hmm. if you think about it because okay. i mean michael myers hunting the babysitters down through yeah. the through the neighborhood, you know, Freddy Krueger hunting the kids down through the dreams. Jason Voorhees hunting down the camp counselors in the camp. Sigourney Weaver's on a ship yeah. with a crew, and the Xenomorph is hunting down and killing all of them one by one. And she's the final girl. It really does have a lot of those elements. Okay. Yep. But they used a fucking alien, you know, and it was just really. I see they it was Woodley Scott, but I mean, it was a unique way to do it. And uh, that movie is one of them that will always stand the test of time. Yep. So the the biggest difference to me though is that I like the force of nature horror right. better than the oh I made ten bad decisions in a row and died because I'm stupid. Right. Um. So al the alien itself is a force of nature, much like uh, we would think of as Cthulhu. Cthulhu didn't kill people because he was aiming to kill them. His existence killed them. <laughs> right, right, right. So the, the force of nature stuff where no possible good decision could have saved someone, some of my favorite stuff. Right. This one's been an interesting question all night. Is there anything in horror films that actually scares you, disturbs you, disgusts you, even if it's like in a gore way or something like that? Uh, Yeah, when the stories are too real. Okay. That's scary because, like, once again, with the force of nature stuff, just the situations. If the situation is a normal, everyday sort of thing, that's when it's the scariest. Because you're like, this could happen to me. Well, well, I could yeah. be that asshole, right? Yeah. Well, um, so I'm not going to name it exactly, but uh, go to some sites and you see some stuff where people die horribly. Right. Rotten.com. Uh, well, yeah, some, something like that. Well, you know, there's just people minding their own business. It's video, you know, footage and whoop, intersection, boom. You're dead. Elevate, right. Elevator, which is the worst to me. Cause <laughs> <laughs> it's just, boom, you're dead. You know, eh, 
I guess it's that memento mori sort of right, thing, right. You know, so pull, pulling the filter off and going right. straight to in right. the real, which brings us back to fucking last house on the left, right? Um, which we've talked about before. You know, it's like the shit that can happen in day to day life. That shit's way scarier to you than like fucking aliens from another planet coming and fucking yeah, acid blooding and chomp chomp is, is on ridiculous. people. Right, right. That's scary, but it's like too too out there now some of the stuff um supernatural stuff is really good because i believe in the supernatural right so some of that stuff really is horrific and and if you look at the way angels are described in the bible absolutely horrifying yeah fucking warriors man yeah no like okay yes it's six wings four heads and like it's glowing or uh or what about the angel that is just rings inside of rings with eyeballs all over. Best acid I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so every time an angel appears to someone in the Bible, be not afraid. What, are you kidding me, dude? Look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there cowering on the ground in the fetal position, shitting your pants, but be not afraid. But this right. comes back to that shit that happened down the street from my house. Oh, lad. I'm blaming you. You knocked over that fucking statue, not me, right? <laughs> Which which incident are we the talking gr- about? The here? graveyard down the street from my house. I mean, we had a lot of fucked up stories in the graveyard. But who, there was there was bones hanging out of the ground into the river. That was where because it expanded. of the flood, and they couldn't afford real coffins. There was the grave that said, "Here lies our mother. She is not dead." I got and, great pictures of an orb and that, it, at that point. But if you you pull the vase thing out and you shine a flashlight in the hole, it's six feet deep. There's Dude, nothing in there. Do you remember that shit where they used to fucking put a bell and pull a chain in case yeah, they yeah. weren't really dead? Yeah. We pulled that shit out of a ground of a fucking grave in the 90s and that shit went down like seven feet. It's a creepy graveyard. It started like Civil War era, I think. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's an old grave. Nobody's been buried there in decades. But anyways, but- he knocked over the statue and it pissed off some angels and they came to my house. That's what I'm getting at. This shit just got deep. <laughs> Okay, you guys are really ex-posting right now. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, okay, so that's that's the kind of shit that actually scares you is the shit that's too real. Yeah, or or, or the supernatural. Okay. You, and and when I say supernatural, I don't mean like the whatever crazy ghost stories. I don't really believe in ghosts. I mean like demons and angels. And, okay. and both of them are equally scary as described <laughs> in religious right, right. texts. Oh, that's some great shit, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Yep, you're welcome. Have a good one. So we now have my wife, my better half, Ginger, who tonight you are. Oh, I'm Baby from House of Thousand Corpses. There we go. Devil's Rejects. That is the other half. absolutely fantastic. I do want to say this might be the first time you've ever said my wife, Ginger, on the podcast. Yeah, I usually say the wife or sometimes Ginger, but I never put the two together. So... If anyone's been wondering, my wife is Ginger. No, I like the title, The Wife. It's pretty funny because, like, you know, I go back and edit all the episodes, and I'll hear them say The Wife, The Wife, The Wife, and they'll hear me randomly say Ginger, and I'm like, hmm, I bet nobody knows who the fuck I'm talking about currently, (laughs) (laughs) because Josh never says Ginger. I think I finally said it when I was talking about us going to see It Chapter 2, though. All right, so uh, (laughs) what's the first horror film you ever saw? Uh, knowingly, that would be Child's Play. Ooh, really? It's one of my favorite slashers. Yeah, like, there, I watched a whole bunch of other horror with my mom. Okay. Uh, so, my mom's huge into horror, and the way our old apartment was set up is the couch was right beside the hallway, so I could, I would sneak up beside the, down the hallway and lay down in the floor and watch whatever my mom was watching. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, she said she 
she finally ended up putting me in footy pajamas so I wouldn't get cold. <laughs> and so, but knowingly, um, my cousin lived with us for a while and he held me down in a chair and made me watch Child's Play. And you do not know how many dolls you have that look like Chucky when you were a little girl. So how do you feel about dolls now? I'm okay with them. Okay, okay. So your mother, if I remember correctly, you said she'd beat her ass into the ground with some slash cards, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to come to this family reunion. It'd be fucking a blast. Yeah, if it's any horror movie that involves any kind of rape, her mom is all All over it. it. And I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm being like, like revenge movies and shit like that. Like they get made for a reason. There's people to watch them. Yeah, yeah, it's my mom. Yeah, that is that's a spit on a grave fan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a good one. (laughs) That's one movie they actually remade, and it was like a good remake. There's not a lot of those I can say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what's your favorite horror film uh that would definitely be scream yeah it's a good answer it's a good answer that actually i i go back and forth sometimes like i I hate going with a movie that i saw so many years after my other like favorite horror movie you know but it's like "Ah, they're both so good yeah i i think when we talked about it i i probably didn't say scream but it's up there I mean, it's definitely, it's fucking, I mean, horror movies were dying when that movie came out. Slasher movies were already dead. Yeah. Post-mortem and fucking Wes Craven Jesus came in and saved mm-hmm. us. <laughs> All hell, Wes Craven. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like I can almost answer the next question, but what is your favorite horror subgenre? Oh. Oh, I was wrong. Oh. Torture porn. Oh, no. I honestly don't know. Um, what do you mean? I really like horror comedy. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Probably a horror comedy. That'd probably be it. Club Dread? I love Club Dread. So you gave me a follow-up question. What's your favorite horror comedy? Is it Club Dread? Probably. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for Club Dread, because I saw it opening night in movie theaters, and I remember going, it's all right. I didn't like it as much as Super Troopers. And I had to rewatch it for the podcast, and I don't know, I saw it with a different light. I don't know if it was, like, the mood I was in when I saw it in theaters. I didn't realize how good of a slasher movie it, it was. It is so it is. good. And it made the jokes funnier when you realize how good of a slasher movie it is, right? And honestly, I might like it better than Super Troopers, which is hard to say, because that is one of my favorite comedy movies. Yeah, I actually you, like it way better than Super Troopers. I honest. do, too. You gotta take the, take the stoner goggles off and, right. and look at it deeper. and. Well, it's funny because I was never on. like a stoner guy, right? So, like, I enjoyed those movies without being a stoner. And I don't know. Like, it's funny. I don't have a lot of free time to watch movies now because of the podcast. I'm usually watching movies specifically for it. And I've actually gone back and watched Club Dread just recreationally <laughs> because of the podcast. So, it's fucking, it's a fantastic movie. So, this one has gotten us mixed answers all over the place. What do you like about horror movies? Everything. Oh, new answer. Literally everything. That's a lot to go into. (laughs) True. I mean, it's almost like to me, it's almost exclusively what I watch. So it's kind of hard to like pick things out of that. That's the the way it is. That's literally all I watch. Uh, With that being the only thing that you watch, is there anything that actually scares you, bothers you, grosses you out? Anything that you can see in a movie and like every time you see it, you're like, oh God, not that. No, I don't like eyeball stuff. I knew she was no, going to go right to I that. I do not like eyeball stuff. So you don't like when the jelly comes out of the eyeball? No, and also that scene in uh, Dead Alive, the custard scene, that really, <laughs> really bothers me. We were talking about that when I was making Rice Krispies. Yes, he what he was he was mixing the butter and the marshmallows in the pot, 
and he was slowly putting there's it in. There's red uh, food coloring mm, at it, the same yeah, time. Yeah, he was slowly mixing it in, and it looked just it, like that custard. It looked just like the what, it what was spurts out so of her arm. It was great, man. Disgusting. I know how to make it now. I could probably give a top three grosses me the fuck out the most, and that's in there. Yeah. And uh, Mike Flanagan's oh, fucking, the degloving in Gerald's game yeah. is, is high on the list. Yeah, that's unsettling. Oh, and fingernail stuff. Yeah, like, what's that Kevin Bacon flick? Uh, uh, Stir Echoes. Yes, there's some fingernail shit in that that's pretty unsettling. Yeah, especially when they like remove them with pliers and right, stuff. Right, right. No. That's uh-uh. like a sleeper movie to me. Like, I don't remember it ever being a big thing, and I don't hear horror fans talk about it that often, but it's fucking awesome. I think we talked about it. It was brought up on the podcast at one point, and I was like, yeah, I need to go watch that again, because, like, I, I'm thinking that way now, and I still haven't done it. But anyways. Well, Ginger, thank you for one actually marrying my cousin so he didn't have to be no. alone for the rest of his life. Yeah, there'd be so much fapping. <laughs> Shit. Not on the podcast. We're not that kind oh, of Oh, no, podcast. he'd definitely be doing it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not, not <laughs> that kind of It'd be a fuck. mess. And uh, loaning him to me for hours on end and fucking doing this. Thank you for being on the podcast, baby. Oh, okay. I think it was great that we were able to interview your wife, and I'm sad that we can't interview my wife. True. She prepped her answers, but... We have three small children at home, one of them being four months old, and she decided to stay home with the kids to make it easier for me to do this. So thank you. But, uh, I mean, Josh and I have gotten some of the guests of his party to, to pour their heart and soul out. And leave. And leave. <laughs> one of them even vomited everywhere, and Josh had to go hose it off. Yeah, but we got the fucking interview first. The vomiting happened outside. Proof, Barely. Proof once more that this really is taking place at a party. Luckily for us, Josh has an actual studio built in his house for recording music. And you might ask, why don't we record the podcast in the studio? We will be soon. But uh, he lives in the fucking boonies. Yes. And it takes a long time to get here, but it is really nice to record in a sound-treated room. See. We're killing the party next door. We can't even hear it through can't all the phone. Can't even hear the party. There's like, I, I heard that there was uh, there was midget wrestling going on out there. Ooh. Um, was and, there mud involved? Um, I think it was Jell-O. Ooh. And, uh, but the girls that were going to be in the Jell-O didn't show up. So, <laughs> typical party. One thing I will say about your party, any single guys that showed up here hoping... To meet women. Oh, they're fucked. They were fucked. Yeah, and not in the way they wanted to be. Like, <laughs> fucking their hand. There was, like, two people's wives and, like, somebody's mom, and that's it. We're done. Yeah, it's like, my parties are sausage fests and moms. Well, this- not like this. This is a new level. <laughs> well, my mom came to that one party. Oh, wait, that was my wedding. All right, Josh, so you and I talk regularly on this podcast with one another. That's what a podcast is. It's talking. But we don't interview each other. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm full on sloshed at this point. (laughs) All right, Josh, I feel like we might have covered some of this broken over several episodes of the podcast. Maybe. Let's just go through the list and see what fucking shakes out. So I'm going to go with you first, okay? Okay. What is the first horror film you ever saw? I can remember... I was around, I want to say I was like eight or nine because the house I was living in, but those years may be wrong. But the house I was living in, we had cable, but we didn't have pay-per-view. Well, we couldn't afford pay-per-view. And I remember seeing these pay-per-view bumpers where you'd see like a little advertisement for the movie and some behind the scenes. And it was these two, Puppet Master and Immediate Family. And it wasn't Immediate Family that scared the shit out of me. It was Puppet Master. Okay. And... 
the whole thing, and this is, I know I'm drunk, but I'm being so serious about this. Um, the behind the scenes and the little bumper for Puppet Master was what really intrigued me because um, around that same time in that house, I saw it and I saw High Spirits. Okay. But it was always Puppet Master. And then just a few years later, due to life circumstances, I ended up living with an older cousin that worked at a video store. Right. And I got to see Puppet Master along with a lot of other full moon right. bullshit. But I hate to say it, man, but it, it, it really was... Puppet Master of all fucking Puppet Master and It, the OG It, right of all movies that really I can remember bringing me into the genre. I remember us talking about It a lot as children growing up, and I also remember. I mean, honestly, you're the only huge Puppet Master fan I've ever met out of all the horror fans I've ever been friends with. I'm the one, right? <laughs> and I like the original movie. It just kind of like that one went downhill fast. There's only so much you could do with that premise. You yes. Know? Yeah. It. 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 It did go. Well, you know what's fucked up about that is like, like when you didn't think it could go any worse, it went into the fucking World War Two Nazi shit. Then it fucking stayed there, right? <laughs> and honestly, uh, was that like an origin movie or something? Right? Like it was supposed to be. So that's the last one I ever saw, and I actually remember that one being a pretty decent film. I've only seen it once, so like I'm going off of very old, vague memories. I, I do feel like it was a, a good place for the origin story to start, though. Problem is, if memory serves me right, the newest Puppet Master movie is still in that timeline. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta fucking move on at some point, right? Um, speaking of which, what is your favorite horror film? This is very difficult for me because I have to separate my favorite horror character from my favorite horror movie. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, I bounce back and forth between Nightmare Three and Scream. Okay, I'm I'm torn between the two. Those are both fantastic fucking choices. I still can't wait till we cover the Nightmare franchise. Yeah. What is your favorite subgenre of horror films? Subgenre would probably be, I can't lie, probably slasher. Yeah. Um, I keep coming back to it. As much as I try to say about other things like comedy, horror comedy like is real big for me, but... I can't have horror comedy without a slasher. Right. Horror comedy is interesting to me because, honestly, there's some of the more enjoyable horror films, and they have some of the highest replay value, but it doesn't hit, like, all the horror nails on the head for me. So it's like, okay, I can watch my horror comedies more than I can watch a straight horror movie, but I still need my real horror, and it's just it's yeah. really weird, that line there. Yep. This is probably coming pieces for several episodes, but what do you <laughs> like about horror films? This is easy. The fact that it lets you go anywhere. So you can go drama, comedy, fucking sci-fi, thriller, fantasy, whatever. It can get its tentacles into any fucking area. And that's it. I mean, in a nutshell, it can go anywhere. And even into genres that I don't like. I don't like, you know, like rom-coms. Like, give me Kevin Smith all day long. But most of your rom-coms I can't fucking stand. Now put a horror twist on it with a rom-com I'm there. I'm your guy. I'm fucking fapping second row. <laughs> um, I can't wait to do like a horror and unexpected places episode. That'll be kind of fun. Yes. Like the little things ripping their heads off and fucking labyrinth and shit. Yes. <laughs> labyrinth. We keep coming back to this, man. It's gonna be the fantasy episode. Yes. Like that. Fucking. Okay. At this party tonight, the fucking YouTube fucking horror movie playlist like the eighth fucking video on there is you remind me of the babe like <laughs> why because you know why my wife goes on about this 
and I'm not trying to speak ill of the dead here, but uh, David Bowie. David Bowie's bulge in that movie. Ooh. It's frightening to my wife. And like he's singing about this baby and shit. Like I can understand that. And this is drunken Josh just going off on a fucking tangent here. But uh, horror goes everywhere, man. And it's different stuff to different people. So I think it'll be fun to expand. Is there anything that actually fucks you up from horror films? <sighs> there was a time when wrist stuff really okay. bothered me, to be honest. Um, I've kind of gotten over that. Um, eyeball stuff to a lesser degree, but still two things. Uh, the close second is needles. I still, I just can't do needles. But uh, back even, of- even Freddy Krueger with needle fingers. When he does that with the, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot her name, but she's got fucking uh, ex-drug addict fucking mohawk chick. I forget her name. That part's okay with me only because the wounds on her arms are like little mouths. And yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, give me needle. It took the reality out of it. Yeah, it took the edge off. But uh, no, it's uh, needles. Uh, but number one has got to be real world shit. Like I've said before, last house on the left-esque horror. Because um, you can watch... Fucking, okay, you ever watch, like, you're surfing through the channels and you end up on that fucking cable channel where they're showing, like, actual surgery videos? Yeah. That shit bothers me. It's because it's real. Exactly. It takes the fantasy out of it. Nail on the fucking head, man. Anything that feels too real, that's what bothers me. That's what actually scares me out of horror. It's kind of refreshing to do it, like, on a direct one-on-one question thing. I mean, I'm sure throughout our lives we've done this before, but it's nice to, like, get your perspectives on a whole when we're not like focusing on a certain movie or genre director. Yeah. So we have reached the ejaculation point of this episode. I would say the penultimate part of the No, I was the penultimate. You're the ultimate. Oh yeah. See, see like you feel it coming. Like I was, I feel it coming and then it got to you. It was like, ah, Josh is really drunk guys. I am. And Jesse's torn between, do I want to be compared to ejaculate or am I okay with being the yeah? <laughs> At any rate, so here we are. We've done several interviews tonight, um, including myself. And now I get to interview Jesse. And uh, I know we mentioned what I was earlier in the evening. Um, I don't recall. Did we mention what you came to the party as? I believe you said so. But just in case, you can see on the Instagram our, our costumes. But I was the shape. I, I believe you said something about I was Michael Myers. And I said, I didn't come dressed as a child on the shape, right? Ah, I, I think that came out. That's what it was. So uh, we've got the older pervy Mike that we established. Oh, Mikey. Sorry. Um, but let's go through this well-established list of questions here. Let's start with uh, Jesse. What is the first horror movie you recall seeing? I would have to get my sister to maybe help me answer this in the right order, but it was either Halloween or A Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm not sure which one. I saw them both roughly the same time at like age five or six. And they that's both still way too young. I know, I know, I know. And they, they both stuck with me. It's the joy of having a uh, sister that's 11 years older than you in the 80s, right? So she was like 16, 17. These are appropriate for her to see for the most part. And she's babysitting me. So I got to be along for the ride. And they both stuck with me from a young age. And honestly, being that age, I don't remember which one I saw first, but it was definitely one of those two. Okay, so it was definitely a slasher. Oh, yeah. And uh, my parents weren't cool enough for me to have an older sibling, so (laughs) I envy you. Uh, Moving on here to... (laughs) You have two older siblings. 
Oh, no, those are from another relationship. <laughs> okay, that okay. doesn't count. Uh, what is your current favorite horror movie? It's, I'm really torn on Halloween and Scream. I'd say it. Um, they Understandable. Both a, they both hold a special place in my heart. Halloween was the first and reign supreme forever. And I mean, like the genre as a whole, I had started to grow weary of it because there wasn't anything new, right? Like, it's like, well, I had, I have Halloween as my special favorite horror movie. And then, I don't know, Scream just came out and fucking blew my mind. From the slasher subgenre. Yeah. And I don't know if Scream would have just came out a few years earlier when slashers were still kind of in their heyday. It would have still been a fantastic movie, but I don't know if it would be on as high of a pedestal as it is to me, like coming in and saving the day. They're like at the end in the last dying breath of the subgenre. Yeah. So I hate to cheat and give two movies. I guess you kind of did that as well, but I, I, oh, was, I so did <laughs> it's Halloween and scream. I like, I don't know. Like I, I go back and forth depending on the mood, but uh, I mean, if I had to pick one, I, I guess I'd probably have to say Halloween just because it came in so early in my life and hit it. It is held on this long. I mean, I'm 37 now. So we're talking <laughs> 32 years of me loving this film. And I've dressed up as Ghostface maybe twice, yeah. and I've been the shape. We can't even count, right? Exactly. So I mean, I would have. I w- if I had to pick one, I would say Halloween. But if I got to have two, it would be, it'd be Halloween and Scream. Well, see, it's like the Gordon Ramsay thing, where it's like, what would I take another bite of? What would I watch again? And it's easier for me to go back and say, I'd probably watch Scream before I would watch uh, Nightmare Three. If I had to pick one movie to watch over and over again, stuck on an island, I would actually pick Scream over Halloween. Maybe. See that, that but mo- it's because I get to get laughs you, you, with my slasher movie, yeah. and uh, with Halloween, I just get to see my visceral slasher movie. Proof once more that we were the target demographic for that film. Right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we already know this one, but uh, what is your favorite horror subgenre? Slashers. Oh my God. I had no idea you were going to say that. Breaking news. This just in. Um, moving right along. What is it that you like about the horror genre in the bigger picture? Why does it draw you in? Part of it is that it can hit so many different areas. Like you said, yeah, it's kind of like punk music. Like you got your sky, you got your like fucking screamo. You got your like old oi punk, you know, you got all these different kind of punks, but they're all punk in the end. Right. And, and, and I, I like all of it. And horror does that with your aliens, your monsters, your zombies, your ghosts, your religious horror. Like it, it just fucking hits everything. And it's cool that you can like this one thing and, and get a lot of the, the same feelings and the same vibe while it's still being everywhere else. But I also like the fear of it. And it's funny saying that because I, I regularly say that horror films don't scare me other than certain scenarios. Yeah. So, some of them do. But even if it's not scaring me per se, there's still the fear aspect of it. Like, the, like I should be afraid of it. I'm, I might be numb to it. <laughs> right. But uh, I, I, I think that's what brought me along for the ride my whole life it was the fear initially. And that's probably the same reason why I like true crime stuff, right? Like, it's just like, it's scary. That guy could break into my house and kill me at night. You know what I mean? And it, it's why do we like to be scared? I don't know. I don't like to get on fucking roller coasters and shit that are certain scenarios that I'm not fond of. I'm, I just won't do it because I don't want to be scared. But I'll <laughs> fucking watch these movies or these true crime things to bring the fear. And I don't know why I like the fear. 
of it, but that's definitely a, a big part along with, you know, just fucking being able to experience like a part of every other genre of movie while it being tied together with, with horror. Okay. That's a, uh, that's interesting. Cause it, so part of that, part of that unknown, part of that out of your control. I mean, it's like Michael Myers isn't real. Right. And I know that. And that's not even remotely close to like a realistic horror movie. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is like the first one. He doesn't really do anything crazy besides True. not being on the ground when they look over the, the porch. Right. Yeah. But an actual serial killer is, is scarier to me, but then in a way it's like, what if the big bad comes for me? You know, like it, it still yeah. keeps that at its root. He like, it's the true evil, the blackest eyes, right? All right. So that brings us to the last question, which is what actually scares you in horror films? Like legitimate fear. I'm going to go a couple different angles on this one. If I can, uh, cause people have done fear and grossed out tonight and I kind of want to do a bit of both. Right. Okay. So, um, gore doesn't bother me, but, but certain kinds can the degloving in Gerald's game. Yeah. Fucks me up on so many different levels. Um, wrist slitting shit. If it looks realistic, used to bother me. Um, so like that kind of realistic looking gore. That's more of like a torture thing makes me not like I can actually get nauseous watching. Yeah. Um, spiders and snakes in some scenarios can get me but like in some ways it's just campy right like it's one of those things that's like two sides of a coin it's one extreme or the other as far as like fear the ghost slash demon shit actually freaks me out a lot is that because of a belief in that side of things yeah i I believe in ghost and i mean we were both raised religious and i mean I, i feel that way in my heart and and certain movies fuck me up, like um, Paranormal Activity, the first one. Like, yeah. I mean, Toby scared the shit out of me. Like, uh, sometimes when I'm home alone, I mean, mainly back then, like, you start hearing weird sounds, and you're like, what if it is this fucking entity, and it's yeah. going to get me in some way? That shit scares me. And then, like, demon possession scares me, because I'm religious, and I believe in demons, and I'm like, well, what if somebody could get possessed? It's fucked up. What do you do about it, right? And uh, I, I don't know, like, to me, that's the terrifying things. And there's, by extension, certain things like that fuck me up in other movies. Like uh, Hereditary. You've seen that? I still have not seen that. There's a couple scenes in that movie, and like even then, it's just like the, the movie itself didn't necessarily freak me out. But like I take that scenario, and I just, if you apply it to real life, it creeps me out enough. And Hereditary okay. is one of those movies that I saw while Margie and the kids were out of town visiting her parents. Oh, all alone. I was by myself and I went and saw it with David. And then I'm by myself for two weeks in a house. And I'm thinking about like possession. And I'm thinking about what this thing comes to get me. And I'm like, I'm the person in the movie. Right, right. Like, <laughs> like, like my wife and kids come home and I'm just like fucking dead and like emaciated in the home. And they don't know what happened to me and it's cause I was possessed the whole time. And I don't mean like literally that specific. I kind of put those pieces together in my head, but, but definitely ghosts and demons, like just coming after a person, like an entity coming after a person in that way actually can disturb me in certain circumstances. Well, that's totally understandable. And, uh, to take a, a step back to the paranormal activity thing, I think I made a joke about it when we covered those movies that I dated a girl that I legitimately woke up in the middle of the night with her standing over the bed staring at me. And I asked her what was going on. She just shook it off and got back in bed. I've joked about it, but that really did happen. And I don't even remember if it was before or after that movie coming out. But uh, 
real world shit. And like you said, both being raised in the church, both uh, having under to our belief and understanding of the other side and being spiritual about it. Um, that's some really real shit. Um, so when that comes up in films, that's more than anything else. I can understand that. Like a slasher is like, yeah, people fucked up. People exist, but coming into the paranormal shit, like interdimensional, you know, angels and devil shit, that's some real shit. So I can appreciate that. If you think about it though, a slasher in a town, all the police, all the townsfolk in Haddonfield know about Michael. Yeah. Like he's a tangible thing. They're just really bad at their jobs. A monster terrorizing a town that people know about it yeah uh a zombie uprising people see the zombies right if it's the ghost or the demon or the possession nobody believes you yeah. you can be the only one that sees it it's you can the be the only niche. one affected right yeah and i think that is what's truly terrifying is like if that ever happened it's the most hopeless situation you could be in well that's too this may be weird but to get into a little bit of serious shit um, there was a house that I lived in where you and I used to go up the street to a cemetery right. to fucking smoke cigarettes and odd shit happened in that house. And some of it may have been psychosomatic. Some of it may have been real, but there was stuff that happened in that house that I was legitimately terrified by. And I don't know for you, if any of it, if it was just like, oh, it's just fucking blah, blah, blah. Um, or if any of that shit felt real to you. I mean, there's so many things like we could do a whole episode on you living in that house. <laughs> there's so many things that happened when you live there that I can't explain. And I don't know if it's because I've always been really big in horror movies and I just answered questions with that or if shit was really happening. But there's things like I saw in the woods outside your house. Yeah. That somebody else saw. Like you would tell me stories about things that happened to you in the house and then I would see things outside of your house. Or experience something when we were near your house. And and there are so many things that I I just couldn't, I, I still to this day can't like fucking answer. And it freaked me out. And I don't know if it had anything to do with us hanging out in that really old cemetery that had the fucking, all that freaky shit going on. Like the, what was it? Like the fucking graves were eroded from the river. They were like old Civil War graves, right? You yeah. see the bones sticking out. And just like, I mean, no bodies there had been buried in like decades, you know, it was just, it was just yeah. creepy as fuck. So was it because we hung out there? Was it because somebody got murdered in your house? Was it because it was on a hellmouth? Was it because we were fucking teenagers that were really impressionable and watched too many horror movies? I don't fucking know, but I can't explain a lot of shit from that house, <laughs> but it, it, it kind of ties into my love of horror films. Like as a whole, like I liked that feeling while also being terrified and wanting it to go away. And that's the thing, you know, feeling just that little bit of out of control, what's out there, what's going on. And we really hope that we brought some of that to y'all tonight with the people that we've interviewed here at the party. Just see a little bit about their insight into horror films and what gets their their juices flowing. And I hope this was fun. I had fun doing it, and I definitely enjoyed interviewing people from different walks of life with different personalities that hang out in different cliques that have different movie opinions. Some people don't even watch movies, apparently, that we interviewed. And it was really nice to get those outside perspectives. Because I think I knew maybe one or two people <laughs> before tonight <laughs> that we interviewed. I don't know. It was, just, it was fucking really nice to get those different perspectives. And when I say send comments to SYSpodcast at gmail.com, it's because I want to hear those stories. I want to hear, like, 
what you like about the movies. I want to hear your, your real life haunted stories. Like, I mean, we enjoy doing this and, um, I love sitting at parties and talking about horror movies and talking about to me, haunted experiences that I had and hearing the same thing from other people. So you guys can always send us that kind of shit. And, and if we get enough of it, we might bring it up on, on an episode. It'd be fucking fun. Exactly. We are close to a year of doing this already, which seems insane. So if there's anything that we're missing out on as far as movies or subject matter that you'd like to hear us cover, um, please just send us those and we will definitely take it to heart and put it in an episode. I mean, if anything, like just to, to enjoy stories of like-minded folk, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this has been a lot of fun. Um, I honestly don't know where this episode is going to fit in (laughs) with, with the schedule. It's going to go in, it's going to go in close to Halloween, whether it's like right there or a little bit afterwards. I, I don't know what the next episode will be after this, just because of that. Yeah. This is a one off. Uh, you say that, but I'd like to do it again next Halloween. That'd be awesome. Unless it's the same people, then we just can't yeah, do Yeah, yeah, we don't want them. We've had them once. We could have them tell us ghost stories that they experience. Everybody has a ghost story. There you go. So there we go. I already got next year planned. But it was a lot of fun. And like usual, you guys can send questions and comments to sbspodcast at gmail.com. We would really like to grow our follower base on Instagram and Twitter. Podcast on both of those. I know we're not posting a lot. There's not a lot of people there to see it. I, I try to do what I can, but we really need those follows to help us bridge out to, to other avenues sometimes. So just try to do that when you can. Please rate and review us. I can see the downloads going up every week. And we, we I mean, I can't tell you how thankful we are to see that because we were doing this for fun and you guys just keep downloading and people are talking about it. They have to be to, to for the downloads to go up each week like they do. Yeah, somebody out there believes in us. Right, right. <laughs> it might not be me, damn it, but somebody does. And uh, it, it's out there, but unfortunately, in the real world, you need the damn social media follows and the rating and the reviewing. Those fucking Kardashians, man. They set the standard. I know, I know. So anything you guys can do to spread the word. I mean, obviously, keep spreading the word for downloads. We, we, we That's the most important thing to us, and we can see that. But if you can also just make an account... Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Rate and review us so there's something there. There's like just a couple reviews and they're good and, and we really appreciate that. But we, I don't know, we want to grow this and, and try to interview people and and uh, it would just help us a lot. So, but it's really hard to tell you what to tune in for next week because I don't fucking know when this is coming out. Yeah, we could be talking about, I don't even know what the next thing in our normal slot is. If it's going to be a franchise or a fucking category. Yeah, so... Next week's going to be stuff or next episode's going to be stuff. (laughs) Keep on coming back, guys. We love you and thank you. Thanks for listening.